0: to Dramas with a Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face mask, and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm Drama
1: Geek. I'm CL Kita, And I'm the Mockney. Don't forget that we have exclusive content available through Patreon. Come join us for extras from podcasts that ran too long and our once a month Patreon exclusives. We'll include the link in our show notes. So today, um, I'm sure some of you guys have noticed
0: that with the summer schedule that we're kind of like reorganizing and having to like record different groups of people just to kind of fit everybody's summer vacation schedule. So we were trying to come up with a topic that CL Keita, the Maknae and I, Drama Geek could cover and it wouldn't feel like we were doing something that somebody else would really want to do or whatever. So... We thought, hey, we're the ones that don't like historical dramas. Like we tend to be like, oh, I can't watch that. It's too long. It's too boring. Whatever our excuses. But we thought there are a lot of other drama fans that are like us that don't really like them, but also would like to know some of the really good ones that they could watch if those are the things that hang them up. So that is what we're talking about today is the modern drama watcher what historicals they would like to, to watch.
2: That is a good way to put it. Because <laughs> <laughs> even, you know... Well, let's let's just start with... What about historical dramas or saguks, as they're called? What turns us off? What makes us not want to watch them? For me, it's the politicking. Mm-hmm. I mean, done well, I can enjoy the intricacies of... Someone makes a move that affects all these different decisions. But sometimes... And there are certain dramas, and I'm not looking at warong, side-eye or anything, that just beat you over the head with, we're going to do this, and we're going to threaten you with this. And it's just over and over, the same thing over and over, and it gets really boring and really dumb. Mm -hmm. That's that's me, bad politicking.
1: So I'm going to be an echo on the politicking (laughs) because everyone knows that on any kind of drama, whether it's a historical or not, once the politics start, my eyes glaze over. But one of the things that I absolutely do not like about most historicals is that it has to always be freaking historically correct. So yeah. I don't ever get my happily ever after. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: yep. I mean, it, there's, there's, you lead me on. It, they lead you on. You feel like you're going down this this great and wonderful story. And then they kill you in the end, and I can't, I can't, I can't.
2: True. <laughs> I, can't.
0: Um, I agree with both of those things, and I'm not going to echo, even though I agree with them. I'm going to add um, that for me, the female role um, of the, the the whoever the female lead is tends to be because they are historical historically accurate tends to be something I don't always enjoy like what they're, what they do. They're more of a pawn and they kind of get tossed around from faction to faction of like, we're going to use her um, or she's had some like prophecy about her or whatever. And so then she's being used by everybody. And again, like it's usually the King and something else. So that, that it has to surround the, the palace and then what the women's roles tend to be within that. So that kind of, in addition to what you guys have said, that kind of, turns me off a little bit. I know there's one that the premise I'm excited about that's coming up um, where it's supposed to be about a female. um, I think she's a female historian or the first one or the rookie historian. Right. And I already know I'm like, they say it's about her, but I know it's going to end up not being about her (laughs) and all Mm -hmm. the things that she um, goes through. It's going to it there. Of course, the people that she interacts with are the king. Or the prince, or something like that. And so it'll end up being this fight for the throne in the end, not about her and being the first historian. So,
1: okay. So we've talked about what we don't like. Mm-hmm. So, what keeps tempting us to check them out? I will tell you that I have two words peer pressure <laughs> i always say i'm not going to watch another historical right it, uh, and then s- slowly but surely the little trickles began so we had a shirtless scene <laughs> so we've got a main of glory uh-huh. um strong female character and i'm like i'm not gonna do it i'm yeah. not gonna okay
2: i'm gonna watch
1: and the tempters and aren't I, even here today <laughs> i know
2: k Hughes and k-drama dinner are the worst they are <laughs>
1: But, but peer pressure is what always lures me in because I have no resistance.
0: <laughs> and see, for me, like, I love the costumes. I love the manes of glory. I love sword fighting. You can't usually get sword fighting in modern day, although sometimes they are able to work it in. I'm trying to look at it Hammurabi or not. No, <laughs> what was it? The one with, uh. The game, they did get some sword fighting in that one. The the AI game that they did with um Hyun Bin. Anyway. Oh,
2: in, um,
1: oh yeah. yeah. Memories oh, the of the Humbra. Oh, yeah. See,
0: it was a close. Yeah, <laughs> the word was close. <laughs> but you're not nom- normally going to get like sword fighting and that kind of stuff. So I like the sword fighting aspect of it. I love a couple that can fight together. Um, so that's kind of what keeps drawing me in and making me want to watch the next one that comes out. And I do really love history. I just don't like seeing the same
2: stories being portrayed over and over again. So, Mm -hmm. and for me, it's usually I'm tempted because it looks like a good story, right? I love a good story. I love a story with depth and layers and all of that. But if it, I mean, all three of our complaints, the bad politicking, the lack of strong females, Sorry. So At least know, in either. Korean dramas,
0: the uh, Chinese dramas, they have really strong females, but then they're like 70 episodes long and then they're going to die.
2: So, you know. Yeah. She might be strong
0: like, well, through the whole drama and
2: then she's going to die. But <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> What's the point of that? So. I
1: don't know, but, but it seems like our fellow fangirls that aren't here to defend <laughs> themselves love that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there is something to be said about a good strong woman dying in the end. I don't know.
1: <laughs> like, I don't know.
0: No. For K-Muse, it's, it's this all about the story. If the story is told well, it doesn't matter if somebody everybody dies in the end if the story is told well. That's true. <laughs> K-Drama
2: Jen's just an addict. She just
0: loves she, it all. Uh, well, and she loves history. She really appreciates yeah. the history of it. And they bo- they both really like they like the politics. They like how things are maneuvered. But we're trying to, for those of you who don't like that stuff, what, what kind of things can be appealing about them and what dramas have those things. So um, we are going to do um, list three of our the ones that we've watched all the way through and that we really liked. And then we can kind of say um, what about them made them maybe different. Then some of the other ones and why we stuck with them. Um, so we're going to do three, like three rounds of ones that we we liked. I'm sure we could probably think of more, but <laughs> probably not. <laughs>
2: Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. This is hard.
0: <laughs> no. So um, I'm going to go first. And my pick is Rebel Thief Who Stole the People. And I'm pretty sure you two have not seen this one. If I'm correct, not. you have not. But on Isn't my list. That- I, is that
1: <laughs> the one that just popped up as being available on... No,
0: um,
2: that was... Okay. Um, Warrior Victim Warrior Victim Okay, Yeah,
0: that one. I'm pretty sure people die in the end of that one. I don't know. <laughs> Shh, I don't know. Don't look. <laughs> um, But, so this one, I felt like the reason that I was able to enjoy it all the way through is um, it had two very strong female characters who were intricate and had their own storylines um, and were really uh, played well by the the Honey Lee and Te Subin. Bin. And then I also loved that a lot of it focused more outside. Yes, the king was involved, um, but a lot of it focused outside the palace and it was, it was kind of a Robin Hood type um, story if you wanted to relate it to something in Western uh, literature, but so it uh the slaves, it really focused on like the slaves' lives and kind of how they survived and their connections and it was really focused on family and um what's his uh the rebel that what is his he it, cuz it's their their fairy like their Robin Hood um, Hong Gildong uh his story and like how he was able to like gather the people behind him and save the people. So I, that's why I really ended up. And the music was fantastic. But that's why I really was able to stick with this one. And
2: find it to be one of my favorites. Okay. So <laughs> one of my favorites is one of the first ones that I watched. And it was Moon Lover Scarlet Heart. Scarlet Heart Rio, mm-hmm. Which I just call Scarlet Heart. Because everybody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a long title. It is. Yeah. Well, they were trying to distinguish it between the chinese version i think in the korean one so yeah
2: i think so but for me the draw was and it was early on so like i literally had to have a chart labeled with like which prince was which but i liked the fish out of water trope which iu ended up going through this magic pool of water and ended up in the prince's bathing room which (laughs) is a really good way to start a historical Mm -hmm. and then it had Ki, which was the first time i'd seen him in anything jisoo and it's got jisoo <laughs> it does it has a lot of names yeah. a lot of boys really that was a good springboard for them but ijunki played this very tormented prince and i use you know her little bit of remembering what history was like and she kept having this premonition that he was going to be bad and so it was torn between is he going to be a good person or a bad person is he going to live up to these prophecies and a what she remembers from history or not, I like that push and pull. I didn't like the politicking, but it made sense, especially since there were like what three moms involved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was watching with a friend of mine, and we got to mock like the third friend, third prince and his terrible taste in earrings, that kind of thing. <laughs> 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 so that made it fun, but it was also accessible because I could get drawn into Iju Idukin. In jun emotions and I use kind of confusion for trying to relate to the boys. It just, it was a really good story for me.
1: All right. Jisoo! Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, my one, the first one that I'm going to pick is da da da, 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 da The Eternal Love. <laughs> Knew it! <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> I this this had to be this wasn't the first one that I watched all the way through. But this was one where I actually kept up with the fangirls as we were watching. Peer mm-hmm. pressure pulled me in. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're talking about the whole modern woman wakes up in um, ancient China and this feisty girl is inhabiting, sharing the body of a really boring girl. (laughs) And so it's the whole fight of personalities. We've got a super hot hot prince. um, And two princes actually, because she's pulled between the prince that her alter ego is in love with. And then the hottie prince, um, the eighth prince And I just, I loved how Tanner was strong, and I loved the paranormal aspect. I liked that it was fantasy, because that meant that it didn't, it could go anywhere, and it did. And there were kisses, and (laughs) it had all the things that satisfied my little happy not wanting to watch another dumb politicking historical soul. So... (laughs) So that will be my first pick. Right.
2: Okay. So this is the Maknae again. Because the list says I can go now. So I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> <Anyway>. Jisoo! <laughs> <laughs> no, my next one does not have Jisoo in it. Um, and I'm currently rewatching watching Warong with my girls. And I was just looking through my drama list. And I've only seen four historicals all the way through. So I've got kind of slim pickings here. But Huarong has Park Seo Jun, it has Park Hong Cheek, it has V, it has Min Ho. I mean, mm-hmm. it is wait. the the not
0: idol because not all of those are idols, but there are a lot of idols that mm-hmm. filled out that
2: Huarong cast. So, mm-hmm. and to counterbalance all that fun, there is Goara. and I thought she only cried like twice in that drama. I was so wrong. Yeah, every episode, sometimes twice an episode
0: so it's funny because so, like my other friend watched it she's like she doesn't really cry that much so maybe our, the definition of cry like so does she tear up in at least every episode or does okay, she tear full spill
2: ugly cry maybe <laughs> twice but there's okay, a lot yeah. tearing up and yeah. whining And but that's the, the negative the positive mm-hmm, here is yes. the boys are really good mm-hmm. and if you follow them on Instagram you see that their friendship has lasted long past the filming of this drama yeah and you can feel it once they're in the drama. And the story itself is. What's the nice way to say it? <laughs> it's clappy. <convoluted. Fluffy. laughs> it's Luffy, fluffy. It's Like, mm. there's like four different conflicts going on, and it's just. It's not real deep, but I still like it because of the boys. Like, if it was just centered on them learning how to become flower knights, I think it would have been a solid story. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, I and agree. it kind of reminds me of A Knight's Tale, just a little mm-hmm. bit, because mm-hmm. there's okay like elements.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I can agree with that. Yeah. So,
2: that's my second one.
1: All right. So my second one is another Chinese drama, and I picked Ten Miles of Peach Blossoms, um, also known as Eternal Love. Um, But it's confusing because it was around the same time as the other one. So I'm going to call this 10 Miles of Peach Blossoms. Mm -hmm. Um, I loved this drama so much. Number one, I have a huge girl crush on Yang Mi. Huge girl crush on her. And the story has her as a goddess um, with fox powers. And she falls in love... Loses her memories. Well, I'm actually getting out of order here. She has a battle. She goes down to the mortal realm. Loses her memories. Falls in love. Doesn't realize that she has fallen in love with the man that she's destined to be with. Um, And I just, I really liked this story. It made me laugh. It made me cry. It even made me go out and find... The novel, which is called To the Sky Kingdom, and read the whole book. So that's impressive. That's you know it it sucked me in, and it has um oh what is his name? He's super cute. The horn and guy, the guy that has horns in it. I can't remember what yes, his name is. is okay. is, is it Binbin or yeah, Zang Binbin? Bin. It has Zang Binbin, <laughs> Bin, and I am all about that. And it has Dilraba. Dilmarat and Vingo Gao and yeah so there was not a shortage of eye candy in this drama and that's my second pick. So
0: speaking of Yang Mi um I cannot we cannot leave this one out um but is Legend of Fuyao And (laughs) one, I was committed to recapping, so I kind of had to watch it, but I think I would have finished it even um, if we weren't recapping it. But for me, the things that I listed of liking were strong female, strong, like I really liked the male character and fight scenes, man, they had so many fighting each other. And then once they were on the same team fighting with each, you know, as a team fighting Um, Lots of really great, creative, um, shirtless, underwater uh, fight scenes (laughs) that were, you know, very creative. And that's if a well um, filmed fight scene is definitely something I love. Um, And then a non sad ending, not to I'm not going to spoil it necessarily. But, it, you know, if that's something that keeps you away from the longer Chinese dramas, just know that the ending is not sad. And it, it was a really, it may be a little confusing, but it's not sad.
2: Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, why it need makes my life. clarification, <laughs> come to our blog post.
0: <laughs> or there's, I think there's some clarification in the Vicky comments or whatever of the last episode. But yes, the yeah. blog uh, has some explanation of that. But yeah, that's that. I feel like it has to be one. Of, again, the longer episodes might scare some people but I think that they kept it interesting enough for a non-historical Chinese drama watcher and I, you know I think that you'd be able to watch it enjoy it if you really like a well told story and fight scenes and a strong
1: OTP they were really great agreed so I'm going to round this out with the very first historical drama I watched mm-hmm. Um, it is not probably not the most stellar drama, but it has a soft spot in my heart. And that is Faith, also known as the Great oh. Doctor.
0: <laughs> I totally forgot that because I was looking through my list today of things that I've watched in historicals. I must have skimmed past that.
1: <laughs> so so it is um about we have a uh Cosmetic surgeon. That's what I'm trying mm-hmm. to spit out. Cosmetic surgeon who gets dragged back in time by Lee Min Ho wearing horrible fake-looking armor um, <laughs> to save a, a the new queen of Goryeo. And I actually didn't. I, I didn't really feel the romance between the main characters. But I fell in love with this story for the side romance between the king and queen. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that is probably one of the that and the fact that it has um, Sung Hoon with white blonde hair, able to kill people with a flute.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, that may have been my first experience with instrumental weapons.
1: Like <laughs> <laughs> I, I just. Yeah, um, you know, it has it has everybody. It has Philip Lee. It has Kim Hee-sun, um, Park Se-young, Yoon Kyung-sang, uh, and it also has our favorite ajima, mm-hmm. Kim McKeown. Yeah. So it's again, it's it was one of those that my cousin recommended and I watched it and I was like, oh, this is OK. The girl's kind of screechy, but she stopped screeching. And it's on my list as as one that I finished because I think that was our criteria because <laughs> I've, I've watched a lot that have fallen <laughs> on the wayside. So.
0: So, um, the last one I'm going to, to do is the crowned clown. And mm-hmm. I had to, contemplated doing one that's currently airing, but I feel like again, it needs to be one. And I know I'm going to finish the other one, but. Um, so the crown clown is probably out of all of them on the list, the most, uh, political, but because of the way that it was done with, um, Yojingu playing both the king and the clown, and then, um, the politics were really more surrounding, um, cause the king wasn't because a lot of times the the whole like the king part of it really does turn me off. But I think because your main character wasn't the king, but he was still in on everything. And then it really focused on some of the other side characters and um, showed those relationships. And they weren't, to me, at least the typical relationships that you see in some of the historicals that I really, really enjoyed that. And then it was just a well-written, well-directed. Um, and the, the romance was beautiful, loved the romance between the clown and the queen. Um, and then, uh, the girl that played the queen, she was fantastic. So I just think it was, it's not one that I would say is totally different than, than what we usually hate, but I feel like it was done so well that I, I loved it from the moment the drama started to the moment the drama ended. I don't remember a time where I was like, eh, I might drop this. And that happens a lot. When when I (laughs) started, when I started historical drama, that happens a lot where I'm like, eh, I don't know if I can go through this more of the, you know, politicking and all that stuff. But like this one, it had me riveted from the minute it started to the end. It was just really well done.
2: Yeah. I remember when it was airing, Miata Mama was messaging me. She's like, I hate, I hate historicals. I hate historicals. And this is so she good. Loved it. Yeah,
0: no, she yeah. loved it too. So again, it was one of those where um, because they focused a lot on the clown and his story and that fish out of water type thing and then him coming into his own and how all of that worked out. It didn't feel like we had to sit there and watch the politicking and all of that. I mean, there was still like the, his, the queen Dowager and stuff was still poisoning people and, you know, people were still like moving their pawn pieces around, but it was, again, it was done in a very interesting way. And then two Yojin Goos, like, come on. Like, and he just, <laughs> I, I would say to date still his best performance that he's ever given. Like, I know he had some some of his youth stuff that was really good for his age and everything, but like this is grown-up role and just knocked it out of the park. He
2: did a great job. So, quick question on that, not mm-hmm. to derail the podcast. <laughs> no. But the reason I couldn't get through it was just because the tension was so high. <sighs> I was so worried about him getting caught. Yeah, the tension was very high in that drama, and I feel
0: like at that time I had a lot of other – um, non-tense dramas that balanced it out or at least I was watching some American shows that helped me like get a re- like I had to watch it and then make sure I planned something that was a little bit fluff afterwards because it was tense the whole time, you know? But it's still the way that it played out it was worth it. Like it was worth watching all the tense stuff.
2: Yeah, and see that's the thing I struggled with because My stress level was pretty high at that time too. And so I was like, I don't know if I can handle this. And now I'm in a calmer place and I'm like, could I go back? Well, it just makes me more stressed out. I don't know. I think you should at least try
0: it. I think you should go back and try. I just feel like it really was one of the best written directed ones that I've watched. Now, again, we haven't like watched a ton of them, but (laughs) for me, (laughs) you know, whether it was modern historical whatever they just the director and the writer and everything just did a really great job and the acting it was just so I think in, and the ending was
1: something that I feel like you'll be okay with you
0: know you'll okay be like, yeah. it
2: was satisfying
1: yes I okay. was deep in the middle of classes and started that one said nope and not time. Ta- I don't have time for this right now I can't get this involved in something and just put it right back down <laughs> So now, I may circle around and visit it. I'm still, I don't know. It's one
0: where I think that you, you're just going to have to try for yourself and see how you feel about it. Because you don't tend to like the ones that are really tense like that. And like, nope. I just, I don't know. It's a tough. I need fluff and romance. I there, and is, shirtless scenes. there is some really great, there is shirtless scenes with <laughs> baby Opa. And there is a, some there is a like their romance is very intense, but also has some really sweet moments. There was, um, it had to do with books and writing, just that scene. I think Layla would love that. I think Seal Kita would love that, like that, like the way that he leaves notes and stuff. Like, for any like literary writer, reader, lover of you know, books and stuff, like it just touched my heart. So sweet,
1: okay, um, yeah.
0: All right. I think you may have talked us into it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think it's one where you should just tell yourself, I'm going to watch one a week. Mm-hmm. Like I'll spread it out because it re- is really intense. And it can be a little bit like if you're trying to marathon, it, it can be like, oh, okay, that was, that's just too much. I can't handle that. But if you just kind of watch one here, one there,
2: I think you'll be fine. Okay. Okay. Take that into consideration. All right. So, As we've been talking, I've been a little conflicted about my third choice because I thought I knew what I was going to talk about, and now I don't. (laughs) That was helpful, huh? Because I was originally going to go with Moonlight Drawn by Clouds because Park Bo Gum. Mm -hmm. But I did not love that story, especially because they definitely strayed away from the historical ending, and it felt like the story suffered for it. And plus, I had major second lead syndrome for that, if I remember right. See, I think it's a good
0: I didn't put it on my list because you had you I you kinda yeah, blurted I, it out yours. She <laughs> slobbered all over all the kids.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, Unintentionally I looked, she
0: didn't rely. I'm yeah. like, no, it's round robin. We're not supposed to tell. But um I feel like that's a really good one for people who don't like historicals because I feel like it was um lighthearted and funny enough and and there was enough that pulled away from what normally gets annoying and the romance was good. I think it's a good one for people who like fighting and mains of glory and that kind of thing. So, but I don't,
1: have, I agree.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause I would say I, a lot of people that I know don't really watch historicals have watched that one and liked it. So I think it's a good one to have yeah. on this type of list. I, but, I agree. <laughs> What's your, you can, let's just throw out your other one that you had on there that you finished. What did, what is that one?
2: Well, I've got two. Okay. So the other one is a movie, but it's a series of movies, so uh. it's almost as long as a drama. Oh, yeah. It's Young Detective D. It's basically oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sherlock Holmes in historical China. And that... I've watched one. I think it's the one with the sea dragon. But it, uh-huh. was, it was really good. I really enjoyed that. And then I was also thinking about Goblin, because half the story takes place... In Greo, in early Korean history, mm-hmm. kind of is flashbacks and you know, former lives, that kind of thing. And it's like, so does that qualify as, as a well? I,
0: I had a subcategory that I was gonna just kind of throw some things out after we finished with our f- three that I called History Light. So I feel like the Goblin also falls into that category that um, it's a history light because it's not based in there but there's enough history in it that if you wanted to kind of test the waters and see what do I think about the history part of it like you would get enough of it that you might be able to decide whether it's something that you would like or not although goblin it's pretty
2: light but yeah yeah light but bloody
0: yeah (laughs) yes (laughs) yes but you don't spend like it's more flashbacks and I feel like if if the but I still think it's it qualifies yep
1: I agree yeah Okay. Well, and it's just now available again for people to binge,
2: so mm-hmm. that's worthy. It's it's a worthy one, absolutely. Oh yes, absolutely. That was my gateway, and I love it. What other history lights do you have on your list? I have Chicago Typewriter.
1: Ooh, oh yes. yes.
2: So
0: that one, you know, you've got your your flashbacks. So I feel like it's about the same as Goblin, where you're, you know, you've got that, but it it really gives you that taste for that time period and some of history that dramas don't actually cover that often. And so I feel like it deserves to be mentioned. Um, Another one because of time travel is Queen in man. And that one is also history light because he does try, he actually spends a decent amount of time back in history and where he's trying to, maneuver things in his his actual life and then he comes back to the the you know the present day and deals with stuff in the present day but there are a lot of scenes and stuff that go on in the past so i think that those are some good examples of history light um, dramas and then there's one more and i don't know if either of you've seen it but i couldn't get onto my other list because i haven't actually finished it. it was more because like it was intense and I dropped off watching it for a while. And then when I went to go back, I was like, I don't know if I feel like watch finishing it. And then I couldn't figure out what episode I left off on. So I still have it just sitting there and needing to finish. But bridal mask is how I think you'll find it on most sites, but Gaks And that pairs well with like, if you watch Chicago typewriter and then you're like, I love this time period. I want more. Then you could check out Gaks because that one is based in the same time period and um, it's just different from most of what a historic because it's um, occupied Japan, uh, like when Japan occupied Korea. So um, a lot of other stuff that's being dealt with, although there are still some of the same like polit- there's a lot, you know, there is politicking that, that's going on um, in it. But the costuming and the acting and, the, and it has that like because Gaksu tell is kind of that Hong Gildong type character of like. Rescuing and protecting the people. So it's a very interesting and it's still to date probably my favorite Juan
2: character. So Okay. I had that on my list and I don't remember why I hadn't gotten to it yet.
0: Um yeah, I mean it's twenty four episodes, so it's a little you know, it's Um, longer than some of the other dramas but I still feel like it's not like it's not long like drawn out or anything or maybe it's longer than 24 because maybe 24 is where I left off and then so maybe it's like 32 so I really am close to finishing it but I also oh I remember what it was somebody I read and it spoiled the ending because of the female the female lead and what happens to her characters and stuff a lot and so then I was like, oh, I don't know if I can finish watching this now. So that's why I ended up not being able to go back and really finish it. I will someday though. I really feel like it's a, a drama that deserves me to finish the ending. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I mean, it's it's uh, wartime so it's not it, it's not happy most of the time. It's friends fighting friends and mm-hmm. bloody and Sadness and yeah, so it's but it's a great drama.
1: <laughs> oh oh, I have one. I have a I have an honorable mention. Okay, splash splash love. Oh yes, oh, yeah. that's a perfect one.
2: Yes, that is. I watched that. That was cute. So that's a, so, a mini one. It yeah. is. It's, so like it's perfect. Two total hours, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a yes. movie,
1: but it's it's Kim So and who doesn't love her? Right, right and do june and i you know i love this whole idea of the time travel and um she's a high school senior who gave up on math and is transported back to the Joseon dynasty i mean it's it's very funny to but that's one that that's i hilarious. wish they had made a Full, much longer yeah,
2: drama yeah but I think but, for the content and the take they took on it, it was perfect. Yeah, I agree.
0: Because then there would have been a lot of politicking. Uh, right? This time right. <laughs> so I'm, they focused I'm, just on them. It was great.
1: <laughs> I'm just ready for her to have
0: a good lead role. I know. Yes. And we all are. It's
1: not, it's not some poor, unfortunate, or a mini, or a mini drama. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have a really good meaty role. Yeah. But I saw, she doesn't, I I saw a
0: clip of her dancing with, um, the, the guy that was in still 17 and he's currently in abyss or I think abyss might be over, but that, yeah, yeah, that guy, like they were dancing. I guess he was a trainee or something, but they, the, it was really fun to watch him. She's so talented. She's just really talented. And it makes me sad Mm -hmm. that she doesn't get lead roles.
1: Yes. Um,
2: All right. <laughs> Did we cover everything we I wanted we to cover? I think we covered
0: everything. I think we added our little mentions and
2: Yeah, no more honorable mentions to throw out. Just check it.
0: Well, okay. So the one that I was <laughs> going to say that it hasn't finished airing is I do feel like Arthdal Chronicles should be mentioned of like if you're a little bit like I don't really usually like the regular politicking. This this one could end up in the category where it's enough fantasy and a good writing. That it could there the there are people who are watching me included Miata Mama that don't usually like that and we're very invested and interested in it so it hasn't finished airing and so that's why it, I don't think it could have made my list but I do think because I don't know there might be a really sad ending
1: everybody in Arthdal dies I don't know <laughs> so that it might not be on my list <laughs> but I don't know but I love that one hmm. because it's instead of your normal politicking. It feels like our characters are so much more developed, yeah, and they're not the same. It's not just the same character that we see in every drama. Mm-hmm. Which, if if the other two were
0: here, they would remind us that this writer also does Six Flying Dragons. And Tree with Deep Roots, and that those are two that the story is written just as well, the chari- characters are just as labeled, uh, layered, and that you really don't feel the politicking as much. So I have to add <laughs> those in
1: there. <laughs> now, they are here Six with Flying Dragons
0: Spirit. is not available, because I have actually gone to watch that a couple of times. So it's not available, and I'm still... Tree with Deep Roots, I can't remember if I, could fi- I was able to find it last time. I think you can. I think I it's on cocoa or cacao or however you pronounce it whatever yeah but yeah the cow the cow so <laughs> all right I okay. think that is the last of our throw up. <laughs> okay now we're clear <laughs> but okay. I do have to point out that one of the key <laughs> elements <laughs> one of the key el- I was thinking of this earlier one of the key elements in a lot of our choices is the fantasy aspect of them so i think that if you veer towards the fantasy draw historical dramas that you might have an easier time finding stuff that you like
1: tree with deep roots is on vicky
2: okay there we go go. All all right thanks for joining us for this episode feel free to send us your thoughts and feelings about the podcast we read every blog comment and facebook comment they're also great places to leave suggestions for future topics we love to hear from our readers and listeners
0: We'd also love it if you could leave a rating and a review for us on iTunes. Your reviews help other drama fans like yourself find our podcast. We want everyone to join our party.
1: Thanks again for supporting our latest endeavor. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say, and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster
2: than typing.
1: Go. welcome to dramas with a side of kimchi the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join grab your kimchi and face masks and let's chat asian dramas i'm seo kita
2: i'm drama geek and i'm carrie the Machne. don't forget that we have exclusive content available through patreon come join us for extras from the podcast that ran too long and our once a month patreon exclusives we'll include the link in our show notes Okay, I am super excited for today's topic because I love K-pop. And today we're going to talk about summer bots. And I think we should try to stick to this year's, but I don't think we should limit ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yes, all things K-pop, let's talk.
0: <laughs> the summer grew, which you going to roll your window down.